I'm Mary, and this is Talks With My Kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to fall and October and everything pumpkin and all the happiness because we can now wear sweaters and coats and it's cold. Well, at least if you live in the Midwest like us. So we are a little over a month into school and we thought that instead of a hard and fast topic today, we would just do a little bit of a potpourri, miscellany, um, some catch-up, just touching base about previous episodes or things that we have left unopened or left opened, left, (laughs) I'm not sure at this point. Um, So I would like to welcome back, as always, Ethan. Hello. And Maggie. Hey. And joining us again from our last episode is... um, our other roommate, my husband, and Ethan and Maggie's stepdad, Mike. Hey, everybody. Um, if you are a follower on our Instagram, you would have seen um, about a week ago our live video, uh, and you would have a visual on what we look like right now. Um, we like to do goofy things as a family. Um, Mike and I especially appreciate when we can do it in public and embarrass the children. But right now we are having family face mask night. So if you can imagine um, us wearing crazy face masks that make us look a little bit like Hannibal Lecter, um, that's exactly what's happening right now. So just one thing to think about as you are wanting to consider crazy things to do with your family. I bet none of you have thought about family face mask night. So you're welcome. Add that to your repertoire. Mike, how much time do we have left on the face masks? No time left. Okay. So it is actually time to remove the face masks. Peel your skin off. Yeah. They're, it, they're really nice. Um, I would tell you the brand if we had a sponsorship, but we don't. We are self-funded. But um, we all picked one according to our various um, needs as far as facial issues. So hopefully this resolves all of our problems and uh, we'll be really beautiful after this from a skin standpoint. I'm already beautiful. Ethan is already beautiful. Okay. So just to start out, um, one thing that we talked about back in the summer and never resolved, which was our family, which was our family book club. Um, We chose a book. We talked about it. And then we proceeded to do nothing with it. So I would like to say that this is one example of how, you know, all families, like we are real, we are not perfect. And we totally committed ourselves to a family book club and sent it out to our podcast listeners and then promptly didn't do it at all. Would anyone like to speak to why we did not complete family book club? It was boring. I don't like reading. You're both in advanced language arts. The I like reading. I didn't like. That's besides the point. 
Mike, any explanation of why you did not participate in Family Book Club? He's a loser. There was nobody gave me a book. <laughs> if you really wanted one, you would have finessed one. <laughs> Stop using finesse as a word. Finesse is a word. Very pitch. No. Okay, so this is never gonna happen, Gretchen. Oh my. Okay, can we cut that out? Please? I just. Uh, we may have to pay royalties for that, Maggie. So if you could just not not quote expensive movies, thank you. Um, so I read the book. I enjoyed it. It was a YA book, young adult. I didn't think it was, you know, like life changing, but I thought it was pretty decent. Um, does anybody at this point remember what the name of the book was? Picture us in the light. Picture us in the light. Okay, so I think if you have teenagers. Or you're someone that enjoys YA fiction, then, you know, check it out. It, it's very modern. It definitely has, like, modern contemporary themes. It's not, like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. It's, like, very contemporary to, to today's issues. So I thought it was decent. Um, Maggie, would you like to speak to where we went this past week, what author we interacted with? Andy Thomas. Angie Thomas, who is the author of The Hate You Give. So I will say, for those of you who do have young adults, or if you are even just a member of society, I would highly recommend checking out Angie Thomas's book, The Hate You Give. She is a young author. She is from Jackson, Mississippi. She was very impressive in her talk. She was very personable. Um, very, very smart young woman. I definitely think she's going to go on to do even bigger and better things. Her book is coming out as a movie this month, um, this week, actually. So as we know, the book is always better. So check that out. But um, definitely recommend. Maggie, you've actually read the book. I have not yet read it. Is there anything that you want to like say to people to like give them an idea of why you enjoyed it, what you thought about it, et cetera. I really loved it, but I also really hated it because, um, like, it's really sad, but it, like, is based on things that are actually happening in the world, so it kind of, like, opens your eyes to, like, what is actually happening. And I feel, like, more informed about, like, the world around us. And that was something I remember from her speech or from, you know, her talk, um, is she talked about, you know, go out and make sure you're learning about people who are different from you and what their life is like, what they're doing, you know, whether it's, you know, people's race, their religion, their socioeconomic status. Um, I think we could all use a little bit of that right now, kind of moving outside the box and talking to people that are different from us. So that was one takeaway from our evening. So we definitely enjoyed that. Um, in other news, Ethan is totally ensconced in marching band. Ethan, would you like to tell us, uh, how your marching band fared at their first competition last night? Uh, we won everything. So first place in your division. Yep. Uh, best visual effects. Yep. Most outstanding music performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, grand champion yep. for the upper two divisions. Yep, we're the best. And was there one thing? Oh, yeah, and you also achieved a superior rating, which qualifies you for state finals at the end of October. Okay. So what did you think of your first competition? 
Um, it just felt like a football game, except longer. <laughs> and it was pouring down rain the entire time, so that was miserable. Yeah. And really even worse that today was like a beautiful sunny day that was like 68 degrees, and we spent probably, what, a good four hours just like standing in the pouring rain. Yeah. So... What, how are you feeling? So you're about six weeks into your high school experience. How are you feeling overall about school, about your extracurriculars, about your friends? Like what's the overall vibe of, of high school? Oh, it's, it's a lot of work. Is it like a steep step up from where you were at in middle school or is it just kind of everything since you're like busy with marching band? Like it's probably everything because marching band takes almost or like half my evening so it's not as much time to do homework and do you feel like you have more independence and more responsibility or um i feel like we have more independence but like not really responsibility like there's nothing more it's just middle school and I know you're not super jazzed about the workload and kind of how much time marching band's taking up, but are there any redeeming qualities about high school thus far? Is there anything you're enjoying? Uh, I guess I enjoy the, like, upperclassmen, more people than just, like, the people I've been with since, like, sixth grade. Ethan, that's such a more mature answer than I was expecting because <laughs> I thought you were just going to talk about the new lunch foods. I'm not Maggie. <laughs> You would. You would. <laughs> Maggie, I mean, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure, like, your your Instagram handle talks about, like, asking people to bring you food. That's her bio. Okay, that's just because I'm hungry all the time. But when we're talking about school, I don't talk about food. I just talk about school. All right. I but, like, that. food is life. So, Maggie, so you are now in your second year of middle school. You are the oldest grade in the school You've got a year under your belt. You're busy with cross-country season. Um, tell me how eighth grade's going. How's middle school? What are your thoughts? I feel like you feel like you're busier with schoolwork this year. Is that true? Yes. Middle school, first of all, super boring. And um, But boring in what respect? Um, school is just boring because I like school, but this year it's like... There's n we're not doing any fun activities. We're not doing anything that, like, interests me. We're basically just doing, like, busy work that, like, I feel like doesn't won't benefit me in the future or, like, ever. What do you think that's related to? Do you think it's related to the benchmarks and the demands of s the state testing? Like, do you feel like those uh, requirements are impacting, like, what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis? I don't... I've never really cared about state testing. Like, I've cared about my scores. But I've never really cared about, like, state testing, like, affecting schoolwork because, I mean, last year, we didn't even learn all the stuff we were supposed to know for the math state testing. And we had to, like, all crammed it into, like, three days before. It's so, weird because you did really well on that test. Yeah, so. it was weird because, like, I didn't know half of the material. You just guessed right. Yeah. Well, maybe that would be an interesting question to like pose to your teachers because it's definitely not free form in terms of what they're able to do. I'm sure that they would be wanting to do things like incredibly differently from how they're doing it. But I would say they have a pretty 
set rubric or matrix of like what they have to accomplish and, you know, fit it within the confines of like how they want to teach their class. But that might be an interesting question, you know, if it comes up in like discussion or if you're like talking to one of your teachers, like ask them, like, do you feel like what you want to teach or how you want to teach it has been impacted by all of these requirements for the state testing? I feel like my teacher, like some of the, I will hit you. I will hit you in the face. Maggie, don't hit Ethan. But he's mocking me. I'm sorry. Anyways, I feel like some of my teachers are very good at teaching the material in a fun way. Like my science teacher, she, like science can be very, very boring at certain times because we have to like just learn basic stuff and then we get to like have an experiment. But even when we're learning the boring stuff, she's still like really fun about it. Because I feel like some of my teachers who teach stuff that they don't necessarily want to, like, be repeating all day long, they don't have any enthusiasm about it, and then they're just really boring. And how's cross-country going? It's fun. I'm really bad at cross-country, but it's really fun, except for workout days. And our coaches yelled at us the other day. But, like, besides that. Um, Mike, you are busy taking care of the children. And you have to work sometimes? I try to help out where I can. Um, what are your thoughts on this school year? Things seem a little crazy, a little different. I think we knew going in uh, through the summer that September and October were going to be crazy. Um, and I, <laughs> we're just doing the best we can. Like, there's not much else we can do. I just want to get the kids, like, fed and to their things when they need to be there. And that's kind of where we're at right now. Like basic needs met. Anything above and beyond, we're saving until November. Yeah, that's, I think that's what we agreed upon. Which is kind of crazy because by the time we get through this busy season, then it's going to be holiday season. So there we are. Grind never stops. Right. And Ethan loves to get dressed up. And celebrate holidays. Yeah. Right? I don't even any ladies there. Ethan, that's a good segue into um, a topic that... Ethan's got like 14 girlfriends. He is flirting with everyone. So I just one, want to impress Julian. Or wait, no, Emmett. One right. interesting change of events as we've started high school Ethan's is... become a player. Is there's a lot of girls around that I feel like... <laughs> I don't feel appreciated. I feel like that was not necessarily the case before. Like you, you have your friends that we call the kitten squad. There's like cute name for them. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like Ethan, can you talk to us about where all these girls have come from and kind of like what your, what your scene is right now with the women? I don't know what you mean. I feel like there's, I mean, we won't name them, like names omitted to protect the innocent, but um, like, are you like proactively seeking out these women? Are they coming to you? Like, what's your advice for um, your fellow listeners who are embarking on high school and, and entering the scene? They just, they just, the ladies love me, right? <laughs> no, they don't. 
You're you just don't understand. You have a different viewpoint of me. You're um, like, oh, I th- I think that turnabout is fair play, and the fact that Mike and I had to like talk openly and honestly about our feelings about dating, like I think that we're ready to embark not today but in a later episode about dating teens dating parameters for what's appropriate because mike and i are in uncharted waters and we uh we communicate regularly with your dad and we're on the same page i think um, with the other parental team. So it's not like you two are going to pull any fast ones on us. We're not, I'm not asking questions. We're just discussing. Goodness. You don't understand um, podcasts. Mike, do you have any thoughts about this particular area of newness we're experiencing? Newness. Yeah, it's a weird, wild adventure. I don't really know where to get help from, um, but I'm working that out. We're still looking for the parenting manual. It seems to have gotten lost in the mail. You guys are hilarious. I'm starting a group at work uh, on our work Facebook to go over um, what to do about teens going through this right now. That's not a real thing. And Maggie, is there anything you would like to share with listeners about your love life? Yeah, why am I always the focus of it? That's not a good thing. Maggie's picking a weak, vulnerable target to bully, and you just stand here and watch. <laughs> because maybe I am, Maggie. No. All right. So, in short, in short, we are trying to navigate these waters with the kids as they, like, entertain classmates of like a romantic nature and what's appropriate what the right yes i'm just trying to make it like as clinical as possible but but that's that's what we're navigating and that's what we're navigating and uh hopefully we'll have some better insights at a later date because we're we're at a little bit of a loss right now. We're just kind of like making it up as we go along, which I think is just parenting in general. Um, but we're supposed to be talking about how to discuss these issues with your family and with your children. So at some point, we're going to have to get a better handle on it. Mike, do you have any other insights on that particular topic? I don't know anything. Um, hopefully this all works out. Yeah, and it's, uh, well, I mean, it's only been like 20-ish years since we were actually going through this as teenagers, but it is crazy how much has changed. Um, Some things are to our benefit. Like, I think there's certain technology aspects that are to our benefit that are not to the children's benefit. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's a totally different world. I mean, even just you know, cell phones alone. Like I did have a cell phone when I was 16. I think I got it when I was 16, but it was like in my glove box turned off. It was only for emergencies. Like if I got a flat tire and you guys are like, you know, I'll text you to tell you dinner's ready. So Uh, you didn't do that. Actually, that's a poor example. I did today. I didn't, I actually did communicate with like words and talking. 
And the only other thing that I'm, I'm thinking of as we kind of just wrap up on how things have been going the past few weeks and just to kind of like summarize, um, is really just like chores. Like, I feel like that's the only other thing we've kind of been like struggling with. And again, we could probably fill a whole episode with this. If you're talking about like, what are the common or the high conflict issues with parents and especially teenagers, I would imagine that chores would be like right up there. Mike, do you think? What are your thoughts on like chores and that being like a high conflict issue? With everybody being so busy, I, I there are certain things that need to be done in the house, and I haven't spent the time I need to like work on like the balance that we need between everybody contributing and everybody just taking care of themselves. So, um, it's something I'd like to get better at, but yeah, it's third, fourth place right now. Yeah, and it's hard, too, because Ethan and Maggie are part of another household, and they have certain responsibilities there, and it's hard to, I guess, assign certain tasks to them, and they're only here every other week. But at the same time, I think there's value in giving kids chores, not just because it's helpful to us, but you guys are going to be leaving us in a couple years. And I mean, I know that you guys do laundry, you can cook certain things, but there's a lot of things that I think probably in the next couple years, we need to kind of catch up on just so you guys are going out into the world on your own, having a little better corpus of knowledge in terms of what it's like to be a contributing member of a household. So I would imagine that's something that most families are struggling with to some degree, unless you've always been like very militant about chores and have like a good set structure. And if you do, I'd like to hear about it so that I can copy it. So, all right. Well, that's about where we are for six weeks into school, halfway through um, this semester We are barreling towards the end of our fall activities as quickly as possible. We're also excited to be about a month from now celebrating baby Louie's first birthday. So we have our our plans in motion to celebrate our little guy's first birthday. Um, He is still only saying syllables, so he will not be joining us on the podcast anytime soon. I'm assuming, Mike, unless you guys like... We may have a special teaser, um, short form podcast with Louis. He can say da, and he's been saying da today about a million times. So it's, uh, it's always something with that one. So Ethan, is there anything you want to say about your little brother that you love dearly with all your heart? <laughs> he's fat. <laughs> he is big boned. Okay. <laughs> no one's big bones. That's just an excuse to be fat. He has two tall parents. Like <laughs> you can't you can't say mean things about your baby brother who He can't even walk, he's so fat. Oh stop. He's sweet. You're so mean. <laughs> so mean. 
All right, Maggie, what do you have to close us out? I'm taking your phone away. What am I supposed to say? I don't know. Do you have anything anything to add before we sign off? She also, she also, also wants to add Louis Fat. Okay, Ethan's cracked. <laughs> All right, so that's about it for our hodgepodge of topics and kind of the miscellany that we have going on right now to kind of catch up from a couple of things we've talked about before and a few things that we might kind of expand upon in the future. So as always, I want to thank Maggie for joining us. Maggie is not coming back to the microphone. Ethan, would you like to say goodbye to your listeners? Bye. Mike, thanks again for joining us and for um, still coming home every night to this insanity. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Woo! Well, you have to you have to come home because I have a meeting after work, so Louis can't take care of himself. Louis in charge now. All right. Well, as always, thanks for tuning in. You can catch us on Facebook as well as Instagram. We are looking for new topic ideas. We have a few things in the hopper, but if you have anything to add or anything that you want us to talk about, please feel free to hit us up on social media and let us know your thoughts. And uh, we will go from there. So as always, thanks for listening and we will catch you in a couple weeks. Thank you.